Transmitting from the lovely little city of Taylor, Texas, you are listening to Plow and Hose, a show dedicated to the joys and challenges of organic backyard gardening in Central Texas. I am your host, Julie Rydell. Welcome to the show. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again. I am just on a roll with getting some uh, shows done so far this year. And it's because I'm just excited for the 2024 gardening season. And we are just about into February. And there are just so many things that we can do and plan to get ready for spring, both indoors and outside. Right now, this is the perfect time to start tomato and pepper seeds inside. But outside, we can still plant many of the cool season crops. Now, until the end of February, it's the perfect time to plant all of these things out in your vegetable garden. We can put in artichoke crowns and asparagus crowns, Asian greens, beets, broccoli, and um, cabbage transplants, broccoli and cabbage transplants. We can sow some carrot seeds, plant some cauliflower, um, Swiss chard, collard greens, kales, kohlrabi, leeks, lettuce, mustard greens, turnip greens, onion sets, English peas, potatoes, radishes. And we can also plant some spinach. Um, The last show I talked about um, planting potatoes. Mid-February, we can plant those nice, delicious Irish potatoes. Um, So if you missed the last episode and you want to plant potatoes, be sure to go back and look for it and listen for tips and recommendations on what kinds of potatoes we can grow here in Central Texas. Um, I've got my seed potatoes and I have them sitting in a warm, bright spot so that um, they can pre-sprout before I plant them. And, you know, fresh potatoes from the garden are so good. I love them boiled and then kind of tossed with butter and salt and fresh herbs like parsley or rosemary or thyme. Anyway, I I was trying to think if I knew anyone who doesn't like potatoes, and I really can't think of anyone who hates them. Um, Plus, potatoes are great. They are just so easy to grow. They're very versatile. And if you've never planted them before, give it a shot. They're pretty low-key to take care of. So just try it. Potatoes do need to be planted, though, right around Valentine's Day, so be sure to get them in the ground so that you can have some fresh potatoes in a few months. Potatoes are, you know, they're at the top of the list of all the things I grow um, that my kids will eat from the garden. Um, My older two, they're pretty good about Um, eating their vegetables. The younger two, they're more selective. But another thing besides the potatoes, 
that they like are fresh peas. Those are pretty high up on the list. And that's because fresh peas are sweet and they are just so much better than even frozen peas. They're definitely way better than canned peas. Personally, I cannot stand nasty canned peas. They smell bad. They taste bad. I don't want anything to do with them. They are horrible. And I can't believe people eat them on purpose. No offense. But English peas are far superior. They are so wonderful. They grow quickly. They taste great raw. Um, They taste wonderful, gently heated, either steamed or stir fried. And they're very little work, especially the sugar snap peas. Sugar snap peas are super easy to grow. And they put out lots of like banana shaped pods. They're so fun. Um, Sugar snap peas are different than um, shelling peas. They kind of don't have a lot of individual peas of any sort of substance inside the pods, but you can eat the entire pod and they are really good. They have a nice sweet flavor and the pods have just a little bit of crunch. They are similar to snow peas, but snow peas have pods that are flat and they don't have very big peas inside. Sugar snap peas have pods that are kind of rounded. They're fuller um, and they're nice and crispy. Peas, sugar snap peas, um, they grow faster than English peas or shelling peas. Um, depending on the variety, they can't, they're ready for harvest um, between 50 and 60 days from planting. So um, they're a good crop for impatient um, gardeners. If you have kids around, sugar snap peas are great plants to really help get them interested in gardening. When kids help with gardening, you know, they... They are more actually likely to try a new vegetable, Um, you know, especially if they watched it grow. Um, And sugar snap peas are great right off the vine, right out of the garden. And kids enjoy picking them. Shelling peas, which are also called English peas, They're also easy to grow um, for a spring harvest. They do take a little bit longer to grow depending on the variety. English peas can take anywhere from 60 to 80 days to mature. Aside from the longer maturation time, the main difference with English peas is what you can eat. With sugar snap peas and snow peas, you eat the entire pod. English peas have a more fibrous pod that is, you know, kind of basically inedible because it's tough by the time that the peas inside have fully formed. They also have a tough string um, along the side of the pod. It kind of keeps it together. When the peas are mature, you just remove the pod and snap off the end and then pull that string um, kind of down like a zipper and then you release the little green peas inside. 
because the sugars inside the peas quickly convert to starch. All peas, sugar snap, shelling peas, should be harvested right before using them. If you aren't able to eat them right away and you need to store them uh, later, um, try to pick them early in the morning when it's still cool and then put them in the refrigerator in a container or a bag with a damp paper towel. If you store them this way, your fresh peas will last up to five days. Don't shell English peas until you're ready to prepare them. Um, canning and freezing are best if you need to store them longer, but you're not going to want to because they are just so good right from the garden. Um, you know, because of the that process where they convert their sugars to starch, um, that's also why you don't really see them um, for sale very often um, at the grocery store. I mean, you can find fresh um, snow peas, the sugar snap peas. Um, you can probably find those at like a farmer's market here in Central Texas. The English peas, I don't know if I've ever seen seen them. I think I've seen them like in a refrigerator, like in a, a bag in the produce section, but they're so easy to grow at home. Just grow them at home. All parts of the pea plant are technically edible. The peas are the prize though, but many people enjoy eating the tender pea shoots. Um, those are like the first part of the plant where it's got the first set of leaves and the new growth and the thin tendril that plants use to climb. The tendrils are full of the same pea flavor because they are so tasty. They can be sprouted and consumed as a microgreen. So you don't even have to plant them outside. You can grow pea shoot micro microgreens um, all year round inside um, with very little um, needs. This is a great way to get fresh greens that are packed with nutrients. Plus, they're very simple to grow. Soak your dried peas in water for 6 to 24 hours. Give them a good rinse and then plant them in a shallow dish. I don't know, maybe couple inches of a lightweight growing medium like seed starter mix or you can use a fiber growing pad that is like specifically for growing microgreens a shallow tray of soil works just fine if you want to experiment um, basically you act like you are starting the peas for transplanting later Keep the soil moist, give them adequate light, keep them kind of warm, etc. And when they start to sprout and grow, let them grow until they put on their big plant leaves. Those are the first set of true leaves. It only takes a week or two to grow some pea microgreens. And then let them grow for a couple of inches and then snip them off just above the soil line and enjoy some sweet, tender pea shoots. Even easier, though, is sprouting peas. You don't need a growing medium or even like a dedicated light source. Soak your peas overnight, rinse and drain them. 
place your soaked seeds in a jar and just cover it lightly. Keep them somewhere where the light is kind of low. You're kind of want to duplicating the germination phase like normally they would be out buried in soil. So it doesn't have to be like super dark or anything, but you just want to kind of have that moist environment for them to start to germinate. So you'll want to rinse and drain them like every 12 hours, twice a day. And in two or three days, you'll have sprouted peas that you can enjoy to eat. Rinse them off one last time, um, eat what you want, and then place the rest in the refrigerator. The start of a new year in Central Texas is my favorite time of year because it's the kickoff to spring gardening because many of our summer favorites need to be started inside from seed. True Leaf Market has been selling heirloom and organic seeds since 1974. They offer a huge selection of seeds of all kinds, veggie, herbs, flowers, grains, cover crops, specialty seeds, even sprouting and microgreen seeds. Plus, they carry all the supplies you need to start seedlings. In addition to their free downloadable garden guides, True Leaf Market has a brand new um, tool, a seed selection tool um, that's going to help you decide which varieties to grow. It's super easy to use. Just click on the seed finder quiz, answer a handful of questions, and you'll get recommendations based on your preferences and growing conditions. Check out the quiz and be sure to order at um, order online at trueleafmarket.com. Use promo code PLOWHOSE10 and get $10 off your order of $50 or more. Sugar snap peas and English peas are cool season vegetables and can, and can tolerate light frost even when they are just baby plants. If you're worried about them, you can always cover them if there's a chance of a freeze. And that could happen. We're not past our... Uh, last average freeze date of March 5th. So you got to keep an eye on the temperatures. But peas are nitrogen fixing plants. And this is a really cool thing that they can do. They can take nitrogen from the air and change it into a form that they can use for food. Peas are legumes and all legumes are able to do this. They suck the nitrogen out of the air and then they work with the soil bacteria to convert nitrogen gas into a form of nitrogen that plants can use. This is really great because nitrogen is a key plant nutrient and it's responsible for keeping the leaves healthy and green. Since both English and sugar snap peas are fairly large, they have a harder seed coat than other types of seeds. It really helps to soak them in water overnight the night before you're going to plant them. The dried seeds will rehydrate and swell up after soaking, and this is going to help them germinate faster. So do this the day before you plan to put them in the garden. Peas are climbing plants, so 
you're going to want to have some sort of trellis. Peas climb by tendrils and they attach to whatever is nearby. So having a an upright support is also going to make them easier to harvest. If you just let them go on their own, they're just going to grab onto each other and it'll be a huge tangled mess and you don't want that. Um, oh, so like the last two seasons, the last two years, I didn't even bother getting the trellis out. Instead, I stuck my tomato cages um, right there in, in the bed and then I planted the seeds in a circle at the base of the cages. The peas were able to scramble up the cages and it made it easy to pick them later. I didn't have to make a trellis or get poles or net or any of that. I just made use of the cages that weren't being used. So um, that might be an idea for you. Um, now, that said, peas are a bit prone to powdery mildew. So a climbing structure will also help with air circulation and you'll have less mildew. Powdery mildew isn't harmful to humans. It's ugly and unappetizing to look at. It's just thin layers of white powdery spores and it likes warm, damp conditions. Sugar snap peas um, and other um, English peas, they have a pretty short window to grow in the spring garden before it gets too hot. Honestly, by the time that powdery mildew starts to show up, the peas are pretty much done because it's too hot. And mildew is not going to be a problem. If you start to see powdery mildew before your peas are quite done, just start picking off the leaves as you see them and try to improve the circulation around your plants. Right now, it's the best time to plant sugar snap and English peas. If you haven't already, just run to the store, grab a pack. Most of them, even the ones from the box stores, are going to do all right. Soak them and get them in the ground. Figure out the trellis, however you want to do that, later. Because peas are nitrogen fixers and they make their own nitrogen, they don't want too much extra nitrogen. If they do, they're just going to put on more green leaves and vines and fewer flowers if they get too much nitrogen. They do like phosphorus and potassium, though, and that's going to help promote flower and pod development. So you probably want to fertilize every two, three, four weeks with a gentle organic fertilizer that has a formula that is lower nitrogen, has a lower nitrogen number. Nitrogen is always the first number listed on the plant formulas. So pick one that has less nitrogen, a little bit more phosphorus, and a little bit more potassium like three, four, four, three nitrogen, three, four phosphorus, four potassium. Perfect. Something like that. Peas also like quite a bit of water. Um, it's what helps keeps the pods and the peas crisp and tender since they are prone to mildew. 
try to avoid getting water on the leaves. Maybe drip irrigation, soaker hoses, or a low sprinkle on your sprinkler that's close to the ground in your pea patch. Perfect. Mulching will also help keep the soil moist in between watering, and that will help your peas be happy. Peas like cooler temperatures. Early spring, they love it. But once the temperatures start to climb up close to 70, peas are going to stop growing. So it's important to get them planted now so they have enough time to produce lots of pea pods for you. If you miss out, it's okay. Maybe you can just try pea microgreens or sprouts inside. Fresh, organic fruits and veggies are wonderful ways to get high-quality nutrients into your body. And fortunately, here in Central Texas, we can grow quite a bit in our own backyards. But for those of us who want those high-quality ingredients but don't have a climate-controlled greenhouse at back and lots of time to dedicate to growing and harvesting them, we're kind of limited to those plants that grow well for us in the ground in Central Texas. And unfortunately, some of the best and nutrient-rich plants just don't grow here. But that doesn't mean we can't enjoy the benefits of healthy, nutrient-dense ingredients to nourish our minds and bodies. The supplement world is how we get them. And it's just an aisle away but the sheer quantity of products is completely overwhelming. I can't tell you how many times I have been in the grocery store staring at bottles, wondering what and if any of those products I should even try. Thankfully, though, I was introduced to Magic Mind Productivity Drink. It's different than other products. This is a special blend of healthy ingredients, including adaptogens and nootropics like matcha, bacopa, ashwagandha, turmeric, and lion's mane mushroom, plus a bunch of others. Magic Mind doesn't depend on megadoses of caffeine to perk you up, and it's not loaded with sketchy sweeteners to make it taste better. It's slightly sweet from organic agave and tastes kind of earthy and natural and fresh and it finishes with just a subtle bit of vanilla try magic mind if you want to improve your focus and energy levels while getting important nu nutrients if you order by the end of january you can save 20 percent at checkout by using this code plow hose 20 Thank you, friends, for joining me again today. I hope you're getting excited like I am. The temperatures here in Central Texas have just been wonderful. It's been so beautiful. We're almost, we're almost there, friends. We're almost there. Let's get through February. Let's take care of some little baby plants inside, work in the garden, get those beds ready as we can. Pretty soon we'll be there. 